Let's have church. Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. If you have your Bibles and you'd like to turn to Psalms chapter 42 and verse 5. And if you're driving, please don't get your Bible out and open it up. You can just listen. Psalm chapter 42 and verse 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, speak to our hearts through this word we ask in Christ's precious name. I used to live in Washington State. And I remember I was outside, I believe, of a grocery store of some sort. And there was a man I began to speak with. And he had a, a, a southern accent. And I'm always interested where people are from. And so I asked him, where are you from? And he said, L.A. And, you know, I used to live in California. but And then, he, of course, he got me. So then he said, Lower Alabama. (laughs) Well, I would like to preach in the thought of a message, living in hope. As if hope is a place. The Bible says, hope thou in God. You see, we need to live in hope because, first of all, there are many without hope. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 12, the Bible says that at, at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Some have hope, no hope. Some have a false hope. Some have a false hope. They're, they're not living for God. They don't know Jesus as their Savior. They, they haven't repented of their sins, and yet they're like, oh, it's all going to work out. Well, the Bible says in Job 27 uh, and verse 8, For what is the hope of the hypocrite, though he hath gained, when God taketh away his soul? Will God hear his cry, the next verse says, when trouble cometh upon him? Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 28 said, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation, the hope of the wicked shall perish. We need to be living in hope. Now, if you don't live in hope, I challenge you, before the sermon is over, before the message of God is finished, to make up your mind to live in hope. The book of Psalms that we read from is divided into five books in the Hebrew Bible. I know we see it as 150 chapters, but the Hebrews would divide it up into five different books, and each book would correspond to one of the books in the Pentateuch, which is the first five books in the Word of God. So, Psalm chapter 1 till Psalm uh, chapter 41 is the Genesis book. And that deals with man. And then Psalm 42 to Psalm 72 is the Exodus book. And that deals with Israel as a nation. Psalm chapter 73 to 89 is the Leviticus book, which deals with the sanctuary and its purpose. Psalm chapter 90 to 106 is the Numbers book, which deals with Israel and the Gentiles on earth. And then 
Psalm 107 to 150 is the Deuteronomy book, and it concerns God and his word. Obedience brings blessings, and disobedience brings sorrow. The first thing I'd like to talk about in living in hope is to move to hope. We read to you from Psalm chapter 42. It is the first in the Hebrew book of Psalms, the Exodus book. Exodus is a moving book. You know that I'm thankful that God can get us to move. The Jews in Exodus moved out of Egypt and into God's promised land. And truly, spiritually, we need to move to a place called hope. Hope thou in God. There was a man. He moved to a new town and he found someone. He said, you've been here long? He said, yes, sir, 20 years. He said, well, what kind of people are in this new town? Are they nice? Are they mean? And he said, well, what kind of people were in the town that you lived in? He said, oh, they were horrible people. They were rude. And the man that had lived in this new town for 20 years said, well, I expect that you'll find the same type of people here. Another man moved to a new town and found someone who had lived there 20 years and said, what kind of people are in this town? And he said, well, what kind of people were in the town that you moved from? He said, well, they were hospitable and nice and uh, good people all around. And he said, I expect you'll find the same people here. You see, moving really We're talking about not a place, but an attitude. You see, what is hope anywhere? We're talking about hope. What kind of place is hope? Well, to hope means to anticipate, usually with pleasure. You hope for good things. Hope is really faith in the future. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. It's time to move to hope. This comes from the Exodus book of Psalms in the Hebrew Bible. I remember reading in Luke chapter 9. The Bible said on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus was glorified. And uh, there appeared Moses and Elijah that represented the law and the prophets. And the Bible said in Luke chapter 9 and verse 31, who appeared in glory. And spake of his decease. And the Greek word from that is exodus, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. What were Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus about on the Mount of Transfiguration? They were talking about the cross. They were talking about the place and the time where Jesus would do what the law and what the prophets could not do through the infirmity and the weakness of the flesh, Jesus accomplished through a sinless life, a virgin birth on the cross. And he took away our sins, and by his blood that he shed, not spilled, he provides forgiveness of sins. We need to move to hope, the hope that is in Jesus. When you hear the gospel, that's what you really need to see. Is there a place called hope? Yes, it's not a place of geography. The novelty will wear off in any place that you move if that's where your hope is. You see, but we need to see something greater than that, but a hope in God. There was an Englishman, a Frenchman, a Spaniard, and a German. 
And they're all standing watching an American street performer who's kind of juggling. And the juggler notices all these gentlemen have a poor view. So he stands on a wooden crate and calls out, Can you see me now? And each one of the foreigners says one word. Yes, we see Ja. Now there's challenges to moving. The Bible says, say, preacher, I want to move to hope, but I got problems. So did the psalmist. What did the psalmist say? He said, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? You know, there's an internal dialogue that we have sometimes, isn't there? And it might be brought about by circumstances. It might be brought about by history. It might be brought about by uh, the uncertainty of the future. You know, that we need to preach to ourselves the Word of God to counter the stinking thinking or the negative mental loops that we can put ourselves in. I remember a preacher once said, you know, have you ever said you were praying about something, but, but really, you were just kind of thinking about something, you know, that we can think about something and not get anything out of it. We can create an ulcer. You know that you can actually psychologically create physiological reactions. People can go to the hospital because of a an anxiety problem that turns into, uh, you know, some type of heart problem or physical problem. So when you're disquieted, the Bible says the psalmist realized, wait a second, I need to hope in God. You see, hope by nature is uncertain and unseen. Faith and fear really are very similar. They're just two ways of dealing with things that you can't see. One might have fear and one might have faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4, Abraham chose faith. He was told he was going to have a baby. And the Bible says that who against hope believed in hope. I like that. Everything, all of his friends were saying, you're crazy. Maybe for a time, Sarah was like, ha, whatever. Well, that's kind of what she said because God said, did you laugh? And she said, no, I didn't. He said, yes, you did. <laughs> but you're going to name your son Isaac, which means laughter. God's going to have the last laugh. And every time they called him Isaac, they remembered that God had the last laugh. God has good things in store for us. The Bible said, said, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And being not weak in the faith, he considered not his own body now dead, which means able to reproduce, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, when she was about 90. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I like this. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. You see that when we trust God, we trust not that God can, but that God absolutely will. Romans chapter 8 and verse 24 said, we're saved by hope. We need to move to hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. You can't hope you have $100 in your wallet and have $100 in your wallet. Those are diametrically opposed, right? Because if you have it, you can't hope for it. But the Bible said, but if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience 
wait for it. Isn't that something? And the Bible says a few verses down, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. If you know God in your life, that's the, that's the thing that we really need to do. You see, circumstances abound in our lives. There are times when you're up and there are times when you're down. There are seasons of blessings and seasons of lean times. But you need to move to hope. You need to be them that love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Repent of your sins, give your life to God, and move to hope. And then you need to stay in hope. The Bible says, and now abideth faith, hope. See, hope is one of the eternal characteristics. It's an abiding characteristic, faith, hope, and charity or love. But hope is where you stay. Hope is where you stay. The Bible says we need to look away from our circumstances and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Like these two people were going down the road, a husband and wife, and there was this shell of a building. And uh, the husband said to the wife, what do you think it's going to be? And she said, oh, I hope it's an Aldi. And that's a discount grocery store. She said, I hope it's an Aldi. And her husband said, oh, okay, well, how do you know? And she said, well, it looks like all the others. You know, we need to stay in hope. If we move to hope, we need to live there. Not just visit hope like we visit the house of God. Not just visit hope like, and thank God for the house of God. Thank God for Bible studies. Thank God for revivals. Thank God for great men of God like Billy Graham and those. But the Billy Graham revival, you can't live there. But you need to live in hope. We need to stay there. The Bible says if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. See, the gospel is a place we can stay. It gives us hope. The Bible says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. That ye may abound in hope. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, we need the power of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said that uh, hope is shed abroad in our heart. Uh, The Bible said, excuse me, hope maketh not ashamed. That the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. God makes what's in us come out of us. And I'm getting ahead of myself because that's the last thing I want to share. But we need to stop surviving. I'm just making it, preacher. No, I'm going to start thriving. Because you see, I'm looking forward to Jesus, but I'm also looking unto Jesus for my right now. And not just looking forward in hope and looking into my right now in hope, but I'm looking back. Titus chapter 1 and verse 2. In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. This is a well-executed plan. God has me in his plan. His good and acceptable and perfect will. If you're in it, you can live in hope. There's an old Calvin and Hobbes comic strip, a great comic strip. And this conversation takes place. Calvin, this little boy, is talking to his stuffed animal, Hobbes, who comes alive in the comic strip. And Calvin speaks to Hobbes and he said, Live for the moment is my motto. You never know how long you got. 
In the second frame, he explains, you could step into the road tomorrow and wham, you get hit by a cement truck. Then you'd be sorry you put off your pleasures. That's what I say. Live for the moment. And then he asks Hobbes, what's your motto? Hobbes replies, my motto is, <laughs> look down the road. <laughs> you see, when we live in hope, we can look down the road to eternity. For one day, our faith will be made sight. The Bible said they looked for a city whose builder and maker is God. There is the hope of heaven, but one day there's going to be a home called heaven. One day we're not going to live in hope. One day we're going to live in heaven. But until I get to heaven, I can have my heart and my citizenship or my conversation in heaven, and then I can show others. Like that man said, I'm from Lower Alabama. His accent showed us where he was from. Well, I want to show someone where I'm from. Where I'm from. Where are you from? Hope. The Bible says rejoicing in hope. Let my rejoicing... You see, everyone you meet is going through something. I want to rejoice in hope. Patient in tribulation. And continuing instant in prayer. I'm going to keep praying about it. I'm going to go through it with joy and hope. What are you going to go through? Everything everyone else goes through. But I'm going to live in hope. Because the Bible says that we may abound in hope. That abounding just comes out from us. You know that art dealers deal in what? Art. Car dealers deal in what? Cars. Well, leaders are also dealers. What do leaders deal in, preacher? Leadership? No. Leaders deal in hope. Jesus said, come ye, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, he said, I'll give you rest. See, there's hope in Jesus. There's hope from them that know Jesus, from those that hope thou in God. And you can tell others that they see your life has peace. They see your life has joy. They see your life is going somewhere. And you say, well, how do I get that life? You can live in hope. You can move there. The Bible said that we need to sanctify the Lord God in our hearts and be, be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know, we can make it 40 days without food, about eight days without water, maybe four or five minutes without air, but only seconds without hope. You see, but you can have hope today. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. His name is Jesus, and he wants to come into your life. Hope in Jesus by accepting him today. Move to hope. Live in hope. And then tell someone where you're from. God bless you.